this is Melody. And this is Shannon. And you are listening to the NPOMG podcast. OMG. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. How you doing? I'm well. How about you? I can't complain. Cool, 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 cool. How was your week? I had a great week. Yeah? Yeah. It was pretty uneventful. Okay. So, <laughs> a lot of mom stuff this week. So. A lot of mom stuff. Yeah. 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 So it was uneventful. Okay. Um, how about you? How was your week? It was cool. Uh, my son's on spring break. Like, he goes a, a different... Yeah, I know, right? He's, he goes to a private school, so they have, like, two spring breaks. So this is spring break one. Is it year-round? No. Oh. Nope, it's not even year-round. Yeah, it's just totally different. <laughs> and so um, he's been watching a lot of um, YouTube videos, and I have to say, listen, we have to take a break. Uh-uh. Like, this is just too much. <laughs> just way too much. So, yeah. But um, other than that, my week was great. Like, just, awesome. you know, I had to kind of put my foot down a little bit. You know, that happens every once in a while as a mom. Remind you know how that them. Goes. Right? <laughs> So what was your NPOMG moment of the week? Okay, so this is a little weird, but um, my NPOMG moment kind of wrapped around believing in my own magic, right? So I've been presented with a number of different opportunities that I didn't even... apply for like I didn't even pursue Mm -hmm. but they were coming to me and I literally and you know this I was texting you like wait a second (laughs) how do we do this um I literally had to like take a pause and go okay I have a few opportunities that are sitting right in front of me that I had no idea were real kind of opportunities and really having to take stock of a a growing business um, B, apparently a growing skill set. Yeah. And C, kind of this growing um, awareness of some of the things that I do as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and what I've done in my career. So I think I have fallen into that place or had of, you know how you're just doing your work, right? Yeah. And you just do what you do. You love what you do. And you hope you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. But you really don't take a moment to kind of celebrate your own yes. wins because something else comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm a person that I I'm, feel like I'm a little low-key sometimes because I don't ever really – pay attention to it but she's super low key like she's (laughs) seriously super low key but like you get these random phone calls or emails that say we'd like for you to do this and that and you go how where'd this come from what you mean so um my omg came to me in i had i took a moment and kind of um celebrated my magic. That's right. And yes. it was um, something in all of my years of living. <laughs> <laughs> I had never really kind of done. Yeah. And I was kind of proud of myself for a second. And then, you know, you kind of move on into right. other stuff. But that's that was my mm. OMG. Like, wow. Like, I've been kind of in this, in this field for, you know, 10, 12 years. And, huh, somebody yeah. noticed. And somebody offered me this opportunity and I didn't seek it out and that kind of thing. So I took a minute to, um, to celebrate myself. So that was the, especially in, in human services, if you're doing it genuinely, you just, you, you do it. It comes from the heart. It's not anything that you're, you know, you kind of planning for. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, God is good. And so therefore it, you know, when you're doing good, I guess it, when you have to start telling people, no, because you capacity, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. And again, but we'll get on that another time. Yeah. I still have a hard time saying that. I'm like, there's obviously a need, Lord. So, <laughs> You'll make it so, happen. Yeah, 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 definitely. So 
How about you? Yeah, so mine came from inspiration. My NPOMG moment was inspiration okay. for the All Star Weekend yes. that was here in Charlotte. Which was congratulations, Charlotte. Yes, you did it. <laughs> yes. It, you, it did. A, they did an amazing I job. Think so too. Like I was really impressed with the level of um, just the events mm-hmm. and everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was really awesome. So for me, it was seeing all of these amazing and creative and unique marketing activations for these brands Ah, and it kind of inspired me to like how can nonprofits incorporate that in our own way of telling our mission perfect you know so I'm you know thinking of ideas and seeing if that even is possible I know it is so Mm -hmm. um yeah I was just really inspired and I actually had a really close friend who was on at least two brands marketing activations and I just Mm -hmm. was like girl we need to sit down and chat I need to really like get your expertise on expertise on this and um how can I incorporate it mm-hmm. for nonprofits, for my clients and for, you know, my I like job it. as well. Yes, yeah, awesome. Like it. That's big. Right? That's big. It was so good. Yeah. That leads us to our fantastic guest today. Yes. So that is an awesome MPOMG moment because yes. This guest that we have today is the master. Yes. That. So, I'm excited. I'm super well, excited. I'm really like, excited for so many reasons y'all just don't know. So today we have Mr. Jason D. Perry. Yes. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. Right. Thank you for joining us. Jason is the founder of an organization called Communication with You in Mind. And that is a communication consulting company. Um, There he used his communication as a springboard to equip youth, career professionals, organizations, and teams with the skills and awareness needed to achieve optimal outcomes. So it's kind of piggybacking on what you were saying, like how can nonprofits get in front of some of these to better tell a story? And Mm -hmm. Jason here, um, he's devoted his work to communication. Um, He served as a nonprofit marketing and communications coordinator, a family support coordinator Mm -hmm. for 10 interconnected out-of-school time programs, and has served as the director of operations and strategic partnerships for an education advocacy nonprofit. Nice. Now, Jason is also my brother in so many ways because he holds right. a BA in journalism and mass communication from the illustrious North Carolina A&T State University. You're going to get an Aggie Pride. <laughs> he also holds a media, uh, MS in leadership and organizational change yes. and is a certified DISC and values communications coach. In addition to his career as a uh, communications consultant, Jason also volunteers his subject expertise to benefit organizations dedicated to advancing and stabilizing the lives of youth, collegiate student, and families. Nice. He currently serves as um, the Council for Children's Rights Ambassadors Group board members, the oh, North Carolina right. a Alumni Council president. I know that's right. Uh, and a CBI, Community Building Initiative, graduate advocate. I know that's Jason right. is amazing, and he <laughs> yes. enjoys binge watching anything on historical fiction. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a must. Yes. Jason, thank you so much of for course, joining I'm us. I'm glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. So this is fitting. I'm you so right? glad again. I'm excited like, because, like, I love learning from other communication professionals. So 
I'm, you know, we have questions, but I, I definitely probably will be listening more. Than yeah, <laughs> no, I'm going to ask a ton. I've had the pleasure of knowing Jason for many, many moons mm. and watching his journey and growing, particularly in the nonprofit sector. Mm-hmm. And I was elated to have the um, ability to invite him here yeah. to talk about communications and the story. So we're going to let you talk. Tell us a little bit about yourself well, listen, and your journey. Basically, I am a small town country boy. Okay, grew up stop. Fishing, riding go-karts <laughs> in the woods from Henderson, North Carolina. <laughs> Not Hendersonville, the mountains, Henderson, North Carolina, on the border of Virginia. Uh, graduate of North Carolina A&T State University. I and really, I am just someone who wants people to be the best version of themselves. Yeah. And I believe that what you start to say, specifically to yourself, is the best way to do that. Mm. Mm. All right. And tell us about your, um, your nonprofit journey. So my nonprofit journey started about a year after I graduated from college at the YWC of Greensboro. Oh. I was a youth services program planner. So I planned all the programs, all the 10 weeks of summer camp, every Ooh. day, everything, newsletter, so on and so Right. Fresh out. We're, we're getting nonprofit <laughs> squints in here. Right. <laughs> and so my nonprofit journey started there. Yeah. And there is where I really realized that whatever I do, I have this journalism degree, but whatever I do has to be helping someone else be better mm-hmm. in some way, in some aspect of their life. Mm-hmm. I cannot go home at night knowing that, not knowing that I helped someone achieve something yes. they wanted to. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So how and why did you come up with communication with you in mind as a business? So communication with you in mind came into being when I first started here in Charlotte. Okay. I started working at a nonprofit agency here who really equipped people with certifications and mm-hmm. different employment skills and things of that nature. And they couldn't bring me on. On, uh, as a full-time employee, but they could bring me on contract. And I said, well, I have this contract. Let me just give it a name. And I gave it communication with you in mind, mm-hmm. LOC, because I believe that communication is subjective. It changes mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. day. And guess Doesn't what? It? So do people and organizations. Yes. So the way that we communicate with them has to be something that um, something that is unique to them. So yeah. communication with you in mind. Okay. I can have a plan all day, but if it's not representing you, it's ineffective, I feel like. Mm. But really, I started this started out as a solely administrative communications, meaning like press release writing, social media management. But really, in my last role is where I shifted my focus a little bit. Mm. Um, I was interviewing some recent college students, recent graduates, and they looked good on paper but couldn't mm. really effectively communicate to me as to why I should hire them. Mm. And they were going to be off-site staff. I don't like to say field staff. I like yeah. to say off-site staff. <laughs> Communication, yeah, words mean something. Right. Off-site staff, and they're going to be communicating with some of our funders, some of the people who are giving our students in this workforce development program apprenticeships. Yeah. So I said, huh. I leaned back and I said, I wonder how many people are not getting what they want because of their inability to communicate. Mm. Mm. I just believe that. You, you ever see somebody in a job, you say, well, how did that person get that job right. over that person who's more qualified? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it is their ability to communicate trust in yes. their aptitude. Yes. There you go. Where they may lack the actual academic or whatever professional skill, I believe in your aptitude enough that I'm going to hire you over this person who I feel like could not communicate to me their value. Yes. That's so important, right? Absolutely. Mm. So we know it's super important for nonprofits to be able to connect with their supporters through their stories. What What's missing from that, and why do nonprofits really need to do that? Focus on that. So here's why storytelling is important. Storytelling creates, I think, three things. Mm-hmm. It creates commonality. Yep creates connection mm-hmm. and it creates support yes. mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. stories are the best way to bridge a gap and to create commonality between two people who feel like they don't have any so when you hear somebody's story 
you may not have necessarily been in the same situation as them. Mm-hmm. You may not have been homeless. You may not have been abused. But you may have known someone who is. Mm-hmm. So if you can create that commonality, that experience, that empathy, that sympathy, you're must, much more likely to create connection with your organization. Yes. You're much more likely to get support financially mm-hmm. or in kind, whatever it may be. But first, you have to establish you have to establish for people a foundation for why should I be here and right. why should I be serving with you mm-hmm. and among you? Mm-hmm. What are you speaking to that's passionate to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So what are some different methods of sharing um, nonprofit stories? And are these are there differences in how stories should be shared via different mediums or platforms? So here's the here's the thing that we talk about a lot. I am old school in a sense. <laughs> I'm a okay. millennial, but I'm still old school in some yeah. of my methods. I still believe that word of mouth is the best form of storytelling. You can get on social media, you can get on Instagram. But when someone is able to go out into the community and say, they did this for me, and as a result of them doing this for me, I feel this, or Uh I have done this, I have achieved this. Again, Uh that is face-to-face connection. But other forms of, you know, social media, you got Instagram, you got Snapchat, you got even something called Medium, Mm -hmm. where you can go on and share stories. Listen, (laughs) if you got something to get off your chest, a story you want to share, get up there and write that thing. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I think one of the things to really be, um, I get in trouble for this a lot too, I believe in being brief. Yes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in my brevity, I have to remember to be impactful as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand that brevity is not for every generation, yeah. every population. So yeah. when you're telling a story, realize that the medium that you're communicating on also has an audience. Right. You need That's to be right. able to adjust the story to that audience mm-hmm. and also be able to sift out what aspect of this story will speak specifically to this audience on this platform with keeping what in mind? Support. Mm-hmm. How can I get them engaged emotionally? socially, financially with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, people pay attention to stories that mean something, stories that move. You know, a lot of nonprofits have a story too. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the skill. When you can wrap outcomes into mm-hmm. your storytelling, Look now. listen, mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I was at the very tippy top of the Duke Energy Building and I was doing a fundraising meeting. And um, I said, listen, when we go into this meeting, let's tell our story but we have to understand that outcomes are going to yeah. be the most important thing. At the Absolutely. End because every nonprofit, specifically here in Charlotte, mm-hmm. has a heartwarming story. Right. But those stories need to lead to something happening for yep. somebody. That's right. Nonprofits are taking people on a journey. In Charlotte, we collectively, none of us can collect. None of us can individually serve every aspect of what a human needs to survive and live right. and breathe and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. But collectively, we can. Mm-hmm. But also, we have to understand that when this person is with me, right? What is the outcome? Mm-hmm. What is going to be the thing that I did for them? Yes, they have a heartwarming story. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. Be able to tie, close the loop between outcomes and story. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as nonprofits, they get so caught up in the story, yeah. they forget the part about what are your metrics, what are you measuring, right. how specifically did you help them, mm-hmm. not how do they feel, right. not only how did they feel, but that what are they specific. doing as a result. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and that happens, and I totally agree. And so, and that then supports, and we talk about this a lot too, Shannon, mm-hmm. like that supports fundraising, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we can tell that story, that's great, but if we can show the outcome, that then gets us the grants that we need, the funding that we need, you right. know, the support, like you said, that we need. Right. And that's something that I think 
if you don't have a strong communication strategy, right. you will miss. You like, definitely. You definitely will miss. Definitely. I got a question for you about that. Like, So you talked about, of course, we know, the, the <laughs> word of mouth is the best mm-hmm. form. If you can bring your participant, your client, your customer to the place where the funding meeting is happening, that's best. But let's say, how are we using um, social media um, for that? What are some methods that we can not only pull a heartstring, um, outline the outcome, um, highlight the metric. How can we do that since, like, if we want to highlight something in our nonprofit on Twitter, I have 140 characters. Like, how do we... Well, you have best... 280 now. Well, I'm sorry, 280. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to move it up to the world. Um, or with IG, how do you recommend nonprofits use these um pretty quick um, mm-hmm. methods to even gain interest into yeah. folks wanting to move a little bit further and check out a, a website or, you know, come to an event. Mm-hmm. How do you recommend using Absolutely. these? Absolutely. So here's something that I, has been really working for me because I'm like, you know, how do I tell this story? It, visually, I like to tell a story too, mm-hmm. but also include the content. Mm-hmm. I use this app called Wonder Video. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys use that. Wonder Video is a place where you can put slides up, you can add sound to it, you can add music, you can add a testimonial to it if you want to, right? And so where I eliminate, specifically for Twitter, where I only have a limited amount of time to say something, a limited amount of space, I can create this video and keep resharing it that says everything I would say, but guess what? That one video doesn't take up as much space as the paragraph I'm trying to write on Twitter. Right. Okay. So literally think of that. Think of think creating these little slideshows and video presentations and do that more frequently. Mm -hmm. I did that from a coffee shop from my phone for one Mm. of my clients right now who's having a big gala in April. I talk and I keep doing that, finding different ways to market it, adding different pictures, adding testimonial videos. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to get the whole story in a snapshot with, awesome. without having having to have so much verbiage. Yeah. yeah. You have to understand that we're a microwave generation. Absolutely. We want to be able mm-hmm. to consume stuff quickly mm-hmm. and be able to feel the impact of it. Mm-hmm. So if I add some sound, if mm-hmm. I add some somebody saying something, if I add some graphics or a metric, 35% of these people, because of our services, 45% of these people, at the end of the year, we had 100% of this on this task that we did. Mm-hmm. You can combine that into a snapshot. I would tell you, I use Wonder Video, but to download an app that can tell a video story of everything you might be trying wow. to say mm-hmm. on Facebook with all the a paragraph of words or on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Find you an app that works for you because mm-hmm. it's not for everybody. Okay. And if you want to, if you want to pay the extra price to get the company that <laughs> app's logo off of it, <laughs> then go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, there's some creative ways around that too. We'll talk about that. That's in the show. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Think of ways to tell stories in a snapshot. Mm-hmm. And downloading those video apps gives you something that's marketable. Because sometimes with nonprofits, we hire these people to come in to do these grand communication videos. Yes. Really, the Love three of now. us sitting here could do something for my phone really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's my first slide going to be about? It's going to mm-hmm. be, oh, uh, you do just a, you ever seen those, those kind of truth commercials? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they give you those kind of data and facts. Yeah. You can do the same thing with Wonder Video. Yeah. Right? Nice. And tell that story in a snapshot. Okay. You yes. can even have your participant or your client, whoever, at the end of that saying a little video, but they're just a part of the slideshow. Mm-hmm. So you get data. You get storytelling. You get what the organization is about, and you get the website, and you get the social media. And I don't even think there's a limit on slides you can put up. And it just mm. rolls along. You can control the pace. You can control how it transitions. Wow. All these different things come into play. Mm-hmm. And I really want people to think outside of the box. Yeah. Thinking, but how am I going to market? Yeah. Here's the reason. Because 
nonprofits have very limited resources. Right. Very. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And people work really hard. It's real hard work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you work in nonprofit, you've likely been creative in how you did something <laughs> yes, and how you right. solved some <laughs> problem. That's right. So for me, right now, one of my clients doesn't necessarily have the budget for a full fledged video situation that I would organize. So I said, listen, mm-hmm. let me just, I can't, let me. <laughs> Let me pull up <laughs> what apps are out there to help me do this. And I found yes. Wonder Video. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you all to use that. And that's not the only one. Yeah. That's the one that works best for me and my, okay. my learning curve. Take so. that out. Look now, that's a thing. Absolutely. That is definitely a mm-hmm. thing. You get to tell everything in it. Yeah. We often see in nonprofits how um, marketing and communications doesn't always in, be, uh, uh, incorporate itself into a full agency budget. Look so uh, we've Don't, all been in those places. You're trying to trigger us, <laughs> right? Trying we've to all us, been Jason. in those places where you might have, yes, a development budget, but there's no marketing and communications budget in there. Tell us how to best utilize or convince. Maybe that's a better question. That's a good. One. How do we um, convince leadership board as they are creating budgets? to um, enroll into the idea that mar- without marketing, you have no development, <laughs> you have no funding. What are some key um, kind of takeaways that you could offer maybe board members and nonprofit leadership on the mm-hmm. importance of really being intentional about marketing and awareness? I'm going to tell you this. With a nonprofit organization, you can create as many plans, as many strategies, mm-hmm. as many programs. If you don't have a voice look now, to put that information out, you don't look have now. anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. One, of the th- one tool you can do with working with your board members, and this should be a whole meeting for everyone involved in making decisions about your budget, the communications right. budget, mm-hmm. start calculating the metrics for them. People, people care about what's measurable. Mm-hmm. So when you can measure the impact of communication versus the impact of not having it, Yes. So one of my clients, I did a whole social media assessment. I told them where they stood in terms of social media. And I also showed them the gap in potential they're missing because they don't use ads. Mm-hmm. Because they um, are all their, all their focus is on Facebook, not, not Twitter. You know what I mean? Look, look <laughs> and so you have to start to map out the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first, here we go. Storytelling, everybody. Let's go back to it. <laughs> when we talk about storytelling, with nonprofits, that storytelling starts internally. What do we mm-hmm. believe about this organization and what are we willing to do to introduce that story to the public? Mm-hmm. Okay. And who is going to be the person to introduce that, mm-hmm. right? So for your board members, a lot of those board members come from places where outcomes are happening every five right. minutes. They come here because this is their passion, but their passion, sometimes they're not, everyone's not as fortunate as for our, our passion to be also our work. Right. right. So you have to tell that story for them in a way that makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. Speak their language. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, what are the metrics? What are the outcomes? There are people making billions of dollars to be social media man, millions mm-hmm. of dollars to be social media managers, content managers, so on and so on. Okay, if you invest in this, why can't you see the return on investment from your development, mm-hmm. from this program being marketed? Exactly. You have to start to draw all those lines and close mm-hmm. them together mm-hmm. because what it is is in business they have something called a maturation model mm-hmm. right and it goes up 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 so when we're talking about communication look at where you are with your communication now mm-hmm. then tie your communication to to the types of dollars that you're getting yeah. right? mm-hmm. then you have to do some projections yep right so if you can start to tell that communication story in a way that includes metrics for your board members mm-hmm. they can begin to connect the dots mm-hmm. right? we do it in every other aspect of every other right? line item we on really our budget. do yeah. We have to project. And the reality is none of those other items can happen nope. without the voice of the organization. Absolutely. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I was at an organization. We were we were communicating the 
the work of 13 programs a day. Mm-hmm. 13 programs yeah. every single day. Yes. We're communicating a merger. We're communicating an acquisition. All these different things have to happen. So yes. if we don't do that, who's going to do it? Right. right. Now we have two organizations essentially at the time to raise money for, to raise mm-hmm. support for. Mm-hmm. So start to to connect those dots because mm-hmm. if you can't create connection beyond your boardroom mm-hmm. and beyond the halls of your office mm-hmm. then you're not creating connecting connection to dollars Absolutely. Right. you're not creating connection to resource support right you're not creating connection right yeah right? that's what the communication person does yeah they help tell the story that gets that moves all those other things to dig deeper the communications person creates whatever you can decide is a line item that's right yeah. That's right. This is true. Because <laughs> what you what you're able to market and get you're trying support, to start something. <laughs> what you can market and able to get support for becomes a part of your budget. Right. Yeah. Right. And if yeah. no one knows about that, you do not get funding for that. Exactly. So, therefore, we have this conversation all the time. All the time. In my role, I was a family support coordinator for an organization, and I had to sit in meetings where we were getting a quarter of a million dollars. Mm. Okay. Ten interconnected out of out of school time programs, right? Yeah. If I couldn't go in that meeting and tell a story mm-hmm. about how many families I served, how I served them, what are they doing now, be able to provide percentages of outcomes, what's going to be the impact of that budget? It's going to lead us to my moment. There you go. <laughs> what is going to happen to that budget if I can't securely say why I'm there? Yeah. This is true. Right? Yeah. Yep. Why am I there and why am I telling this story? Mm-hmm. Value those people internally first because that mm-hmm. controls what you can do externally. Yeah. That's now you said that's gonna take you to your NP OMG <sighs> moment. Yes. Tell us about it. So first day on the first week on the job, uh oh. Nonprofit I was working at here in Charlotte had lost about half of their funding. We're going to lose about half of their funding. Ooh, what? We're gonna have to close some some youth learning centers, right? My first week on the job, I was in the office. My CEO and uh, director had went to the city council to apply for funding. They forgot a package of information. <laughs> and me, I'm not someone who navigated downtown, <laughs> uptown Charlotte that well that time. I had to hustle down to figure out what building they were in on that little strip oh my in the center. But my real moment was my first week at this job, I had to go before the city council, first week on the job, in new in the role, not knowing all the metrics, not knowing the outcomes, and go before the city council and speak to them about why they should continue funding this specific program. And you mm. just started. I had just started that week. Mm. And you didn't even know. I didn't even know. <laughs> I can't even imagine. But being a communications person, I said, okay, right. what story are they telling? Let me go through and see what story they need to be telling and what are they telling. Mm-hmm. I went before the city council. So instead of, cl- instead of having to close three centers... And I like to say I had an impact on this. We only had to close one. Mm. We got mm. some of the funding back. But from someone, your NPOMG moment, those are things that happen on yes. a daily basis. Yes, so nonprofits have this interesting space where it can either be a nothing going on or stuff so going on very quickly. Now. Very responsive. Right, here, so, there, and, everywhere. and I think I thank myself for being a communications person because had I not been a communications person and know how to tell a story, mm-hmm. even a story I didn't fully know, That's right, right? but I can cover the optics of it enough yeah. now. to go in there, I wouldn't have been conf- standing before the city council. Yeah. Any city council meeting advocating for an organization that I just got to that had yeah. not had not been there a month, a week, a full week even. Mm. That's impact. Right. Look That's what now. that is. Trying to get hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I said, 
Didn't even know how to get downtown. <laughs> Didn't even know where my park. Who's paying? <laughs> What's security? So yeah, I think communication and nonprofit is important. And I always say this: internally, take care of your people. Because mm-hmm. what you're communicating to them mm-hmm. will determine what you're able to communicate out there. And I Absolutely. say that all the time. Say, yep. That is why I focus a lot more on the social aspect of communications mm-hmm. because what you say. Mm-hmm begins what you able to do yeah and begins how people wrap themselves around the outcomes you want absolutely yeah that's fantastic that's awesome so how can we connect with you and your um company as well right so website www.cwym.com i'm working on this real long (laughs) cwym.com on social media it's c-o-m-m underscore w-y-i-m and that's on every platform Mm -hmm. and facebook it's just communication with you in mind loc all right, nice. and that'll be in our show notes. Yes, Jason, you are awesome. Like I learned so much. Yes, <laughs> like, seriously. I just, like I thoroughly enjoy speaking to other communication professionals because you just never know what right. you're gonna learn. Like oh, I'm like wonder video. Right. Yes, mental notes. And then at the same time, you know that you're not alone. Right. Here. Look so that because a lot a, of times you feel like you're by yourself. Yeah, so. especially when you're a department of one, right? Yes. You're literally by we yourself. You know how that is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. so we'll definitely um chat offline as well too. <laughs> yeah. And thank you again for coming. Thank um, you, Jason. No yeah. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So again, this is Melody. And this is Shannon. And you are listening to the NPOMG podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.